Hello, sweetheart. This is for you. <laughs> this is for Dwight C. Martin. And I'm going to say it louder. <laughs> Mr. Dwight C. Martin. Does C stand for Kronos? <laughs> Do it stand for Kronos? <laughs> I am excited to find out your middle name. Cute. It's Kronos. <laughs> Cute. It's Christopher. Cute. It's Chris- I don't care if it's Carrot. You understand? I don't care if it's Cat. It's the best middle name to me because it belongs to you. Now, I know what it's like to move forward and leave the past behind. But I also know what it's like to be grateful that God brought us from the past and bringing us into the present and leading us into the future regarding beginning, middle, and end. Now, I'm filled with gratitude because I'm not the one to say, okay, let's go. I'm ready. No, wait a second. Wait a second. Let me give thanks, Father. Can I thank you, Father, today on a higher level for this man standing, Father? For this man fainting not, Father? For this man not throwing in a towel, Father? For this man not walking away from you, Father? For this man not questioning you, Father? But he's still giving you praise, giving you thanks, Father. Putting ministry above himself. That's loving you with all his heart, all his mind, all his soul, with all his being, Father. No matter what happened in between the nights, the days, I thank you for seeing him through, Father. There's no way I can say I got it now, and I do. I'm open now, and I am. I'm excited now, and you see it. You know it. I'm going to want to call it now, and I show it. I agree with you, and you know it. Heaven knows it. Evil principalities, demonic forces know it. Me as a being having eternal life know it. My citizenship in the kingdom knows it. Me being seated in heavenly places knows it. Where my heart is, my treasure will be also knows it. The windows of heaven are open unto me, know it. The seraphims declaring holy, 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 regard it because they know it. Angels of principalities, angels of dominions, angels of thrones, angels of virtues, archangels and angels, they all know it. Before the foundation, God knows it. Before Satan became Satan, it was Lucifer. He knows it. Jesus Christ. God so loving the world that he gave his only son because he knows it. Isaiah prophesying in chapter 53 Describing Christ coming in the flesh, unappealing, unattractive. 
He described Christ knowing pain firsthand, and Christ knows it. Saying, Father, I thirst. They said, Father, forgive them for they know that what they do because he knows it. Saying, I will get up on the third day and I'll meet you all in Galilee. He knows it. I'm going to send a comforter upon you. Comforter knows it. Holy Spirit knows it. Holy Ghost knows it. Holy Ghost knows it. Holy Spirit knows it. Even Christ being led in the, in the woods in the wilderness by Satan. After fasting 40 days and 40 nights and left out filled with Holy Spirit, Christ knows it. Everything that has breath is a carrier of life. And that's how we praise ye the Lord. Let everything that have breath my testimony has life, it has breath. My deliverance has life, it has breath. My forgiveness has life, it has breath. The mercy of God in me has life, it has breath. There goes my thanks, it has life, it has breath. All of my being praise in the Lord, it has life, it has breath. My past, my present, and my future has life, it has breath. Every step that I take, every move that I make, it knows it. My purpose never give up on me because my purpose knows it. My destiny will never turn its back on me because destiny knows it. Being in high pursuit, faithful to never give up. Because even faithfulness knows it. The love of God knows it. The peace of God knows it. The patience, the joy of God knows it. The kindness of God knows it. The generosity of God knows it. The faithfulness knows it. The gentleness, the faithfulness knows it. Self-control knows it. Say faithfulness twice. Double portion knows it. Jesus. God said, Quenisha, you too are in progress. It's in progress. I mean, it's coming about. I mean, it's coming about. A woman of God looked at me in the restroom and she said to me, your husband is coming. And she smiled at me. And I just said, you know, okay. <laughs> you know, okay. God knew all along when the are you in my life. He knows where in the journey, what part in the journey to place you in my life and place me in your life, he knows it. Every ram in a bush knows it. Opportunity for prosperity knows it. Every seed sown knows it. Every tear that shed, that waters every seed knows it. 
speaking from a place of home. We have a home. Eternal home knows it. Home looking at me. Every member looking at me. Watching me give my heart to you because I know it. And I'm glad to know it. I'm glad to show it. I'm not ashamed to admit I'm not pretending. I'm not prideful. I'm not arrogant. I'm not big in it. To say I love you. I really, really love you. Love knows it. I cannot and I will not wait for any specific day to tell you how I feel because every day knows it. Every day. Every day. Because it's not just you. It's my purpose. The purpose of my existence. The determination is on the inside of me that keep going and going and going and going and not giving up. Because determination in me knows it. You're not a quitter. You are worth everything that God is doing. I and worthiness knows it. So I want to take some time and say to you, thank you for enduring. Thank you for continuing to praise and worship. Thank you for giving me another chance. I can never take the knowledge of why you give me another chance came about. I can never even consider that to not be an area of my life where I'm not grateful. Aware or unaware, in position or out of position, it doesn't matter. It's not going to change the fact that what is, is. Not was, is. Because God is still the same. And I thank God your love for me never changed, sweetheart. I thank God for not even thinking about who's listening. I'm talking to you. And I don't mind if anyone's listening. You understand? Thank God for you. I thank you for your help. I never really knew what it is to have help. Because I never thought I needed any. Because I grew up doing everything myself. When you build up a shield, when you put up a block, when you cannot let people in because you've been hurting so much, not in relationships, just life, period. 
Get knocked down. Get knocked down. Get knocked down. People leaving. People coming and going. People saying. People denying. People rejecting. You begin to try to protect yourself. And it causes you to deny every blessing coming your way. And I'm not doing that anymore. You are a blessing from God indeed. You are a blessing. And you are blessed to be a blessing. And I know it. I just thank God so much. Out of the encounters I had with you, not too many. One I want back is for you to offer to take me and my child home again. Because I've been thinking about and I continue to think about, had I said yes, what would that encounter been like on my way home? <laughs> Riding with you <laughs> and my son in the backseat. <laughs> No matter if there was silence or not, I was still with the man that I ended up with anyway. <laughs> Thank God that I'm free from playing games. Free from thinking I don't need, don't want, I can do by myself. Free from just being deceived from the world's way by being opened up for the world's way to deceive me in the first place. I'm not ashamed to be a blessing to help someone, to keep them from making the mistakes that I made and to give people an answer out of theirs as a way of an escape. You understand? God teaching me so much about you. And one thing God has taught me is that you love me. <laughs> and I love you with the love you love me with. And that's the love that God first loved us with. I feel like I'm saying vows. <laughs> and these are vows to you. It don't have to be a specific day. I will always vow myself, my heart, my mind, my soul to you. You are worth that. You are worth that. I cannot even just think I can skip past what God has brought you from regarding what I have put you through. What I can say is, Father, thank you for a brand new start. I didn't really know what a brand new start really meant. It's not just starting over. Is making a fresh beginning. I know that would never happen ever again. 
Because who the sun sets free. It's free indeed. I love you as God loves you because he is love and I have that for you. It feels so good to be sober and watch, meaning to be clear-headed having a renewed mind, not constantly thinking. God says that you are in progress. And you know what in progress means. I had an encounter with a heavenly host, no name mentioned. And, well, I don't even know no name to mention. (laughs) Well, no, you know, description mentioned. (laughs) And I had a visitation. It was a gift box. A lot of times we're, we're in the big gifts, like a box that's big. If it's a big box, it's a big present. Not all the time. It could be a big box with a basketball inside. It could be a big box with just a little box inside. But she came with this gift box. It was like the size of a ring case. And it was a white box with a red ribbon. And I opened up the box. Do you know what's inside the box? (laughs) A lot of keys. A lot of keys. This is a box of access. A box of new opportunities, Quenisha. Don't you ever forget you have keys to unlock realms. Unlock new realms of glory. Unlock prosperity. Then it just burst upon your life. Every time we discover, we unlock because it becomes unfolded. And I have keys to every realm upon realm upon realm. Keys being, you know, made new. Appearing. Realm upon realm. Which means I would never run out of keys. And that was given to me as a gift. Here. I have something for you. I'm like, what's in this box? I open it. Keys? What's these? (laughs) And what I just explained to you was explained to me. Don't forget you have keys to cross every threshold. And sweetheart, God made me to talk to you. When I pulled my heart out, he's like, say more, say more of God. Okay, because he loves that. He loves that. Because this is because of him. It glorifies him. The devil is a liar. All that will happen in between. And sweetie, thank you for forgiving me. I will kiss your feet. I will wipe and wash your feet with my hair. My extended hair. I don't care. (laughs) I'll kiss your feet. Yes. And I will. 
and I will. Because I honor you that much. I don't care what man can say unto me. I know what it's like to honor that much. That's why Christ, that's why Christ washed the disciples' feet. And Peter said, I'm not worthy of you washing mine. I should be washing yours. Unless you do not want to part with me, I must do this unto you. Well, in that case, wash my hands, my head, and my feet. <laughs> your feet is all right, Peter. That's all I need is just your feet. And the reason why I'm washing your feet instead of you washing mine, because what I'm doing unto you, I want you to do it unto each other. Serve one another as I'm serving you. And that's what I mean, sweetheart. Serving you. And when I say you, it's not just you. It's purpose. It's destiny. Predestined for destiny. Predestined for purpose. With you. With you. You understand? God showed me two ring cases. One was red, two suede ones, and one was navy blue. And he opened up these two ring cases and they were empty because he's going to place the rings inside. And I'm going to tell you like this. God said to me, compromise. I said, why do you say that, God? Because he likes silver. You like gold. <laughs> I say, oh, God, he likes silver. God said, he likes silver and you like gold. And I know your heart, your love, you're going to compromise and you're going to go along with silver too. Because God knows I don't mix silver and gold. If I'm wearing gold, it's gold. If it's silver, it's silver. You would not see me with a gold and silver anything together. <laughs> That's just me. And I feel the same way about rings. It wouldn't make sense to have one gold, one silver. It must match. And I said, okay, God, I'll compromise. God said, you like silver. And you're like, silver. <laughs> you're like, silver. <laughs> I like gold, <laughs> but I'll compromise. I mean, let me share with you a dream God gave me. It was a heads up dream. You surprised me with a ring. But certain things you have to let a person know so we can know what to do. Because the ring, beautiful ring, but it was a ring size too big for me. And I tried all I could to keep that ring from sliding. <laughs> and I didn't want you to know it was too big. So I just tried my best to like, you, you don't want to put tape around us, tacky. So I was like, just stay on there. Just don't leave. And somehow, like, it, I, my hands got wet. I don't know, washing dishes, a shower, whatever. And I lost the ring. And you know what? And it was like days of us being married. And I was like, oh, God, this is not something you want to tell a man. I just got married. I lost the ring. It was too big. I didn't tell him. And I had an opportunity. Tell him now or <laughs> tell him later. Like he's going to not find out. You think you're not going to see that ring he put on your finger or not see it there? I said, okay, God. Oh, you got it, God. You got it. So I told you. 
I was like, sweetheart, the ring slipped off. It was too big. And you weren't upset. You just like, what? I'm like, yeah, the ring. <laughs> I don't know where it is. It slipped off. It was too big. I should have told you. And you were very patient about it. I don't know how you felt inside. <laughs> but I know the outside was like, it's okay. Inside probably was like, no, in the world she did. But the outside was like, it's okay, you know. <laughs> like, okay, that wasn't a cheap ring. But you knew that you wanted one to be on my hand, on my finger, you know, a symbolizing a token of our love and our commitment. So you went to get another one. And I woke up and God said, declare and decree. You know what to do. I declared and decreed that that would never happen. That would never happen. It never happened. But God give me a heads up. Something like that, you would need to know. And regarding you too, I would need to know. I cannot guess that. I cannot guess the size of your finger. I could be wrong. I have to, that's something that I have to know. Some surprises comes with you have to know. And once I know, I can surprise you after the fact. Same goes for me, but I need to know when that time comes. I cannot assume and be assuming wrong because you assume wrong. It was a size too big. Yeah, it's okay. It won't happen because now you know. And another thing God shared with me, a lot about a wedding celebration and the significance as to why he created it to be that way and how. And God said to me about he was talking way about the the slave trade. You understand? You understand? I said you understand. You understand the slave trade. And God was talking about how he was there. He never leaves any of us. And when many, you know, hundreds of thousands of Africans were brought here and, you know, crossing the Atlantic during the slave trade. Many of them had to hide being married because if you're found out being married, they would separate the man and the woman because some plantations were skeptical about the population that they might take over, just like the Egyptians were afraid of the Hebrews that they tried to kill every male. And I say try because they didn't kill Moses because his sister Miriam was you know, led by her mother to put him in that basket and have him go down the stream. And another reason, you know, they just didn't want them to, you know, populate and dominate. And some did because they could sell the more the merrier. But they would separate the unions. And many of them have been separated when they found out. Because it's not too long they can hide being married because Sooner or later, there's a bump going to show on her stomach because there's a baby inside. And God was showing me the significance of what the slaves at the time created as a symbol to celebrate that beautiful, holy matrimony before God. And that was jumping the broom. 
And the slave owners had no idea that jumping the broom was even something because they hid the broom and they hid jumping over the broom. They did it very quickly. And God was sharing with me that is something that he want you and I to do just as a remembrance for those who had sacrificed their lives and continued on and continued on as our ancestors to bring forth so much inventions, knowledge, you understand, encouragement, determination as renaissance entrepreneurs for us to have the way paved for us today. And today we use Black History Month as a symbol, a token of our appreciation. But when it comes to holy matrimony, God is showing me a broom regarding giving back in such a way. Now we're not jumping being slaves, we're jumping being free from that. You understand? Because even though they were slaves physically, there wasn't slaves. There were they were not slaves mentally. You understand? Nor emotionally, nor spiritually. And God is showing me up a huge cotton field right now. And I asked God, and he will always provide an answer if you ask. That's what he does. You seek, you find. And I said, God, whoever my family member was on that slave ship survived because my bloodline is here. Who was it? Was it a man or was it a woman? God said it was a woman. I said, was she in the house or in the field? Because the field women, you know, didn't have much, you know, let's say American knowledge, education. You know, they weren't considered to be, you know, beautiful enough to be in the house. You understand? They were just good enough to work and toil in the field. But they were very spiritual because they sung nothing but spirituals in the field as they worked. And God says that she worked in the field picking the cotton and doing hard labor, manual labor. And I thank God for her not throwing herself over the ship like others did, you know, not getting herself killed like others did. She stood it out, prayed it out, worshiped it out, and God worked it out. Because you have to think about it they were brought from Africa to America and did not speak not near a bit of English. So they hear all this English speaking and the English was not learning any type of, you understand, African language. So Africans didn't understand what they were saying. So as the years go by, they're learning English, learning how to, by listening to them talk and reading books and picking up a book that you don't even know what it's saying to you. So you had to teach yourself by what you're hearing them say and how they relate in, in their body language due to what words they're using. So they taught themselves through body language how to 
interpreted English. That's like sending me to China. I don't know how to speak Chinese. I'm just going to go for body language. When they smile and when they talk, okay, that means something good. Okay, so I'm going to repeat that and smile back. If they're frowning, okay, that's something bad. You know, you talk with body language and they study the body language in order to, you know, have that to become their language. Because nobody as a slave master sat down and taught them anything. They taught themselves and many of them were beaten because they were wanting to learn something. And that type of punishment, just by dropping a piece of bread, you get tied to a pole and get whipped so badly to the point your flesh is opened up and some on the ground and you put your shirt back on and some of the times they had to lay on a lie on their stomach for days and weeks to a heel on its own. There's so much pain. And many of them got beaten because they got married. And God said, I want you and Dwight to jump the broom. As a token of your love for those who had to hide and jump the broom to have a covenant with me. And I said, Father, of course I will jump the broom. I don't know where you get that broom from. I know he showed me the vision. It's a small little broom. It's like a guitar beside a ukulele. You understand, like a big broom and the jumping of broom. It's, you know, a small broom. And it got ribbons and stuff around it. And I told you I want, you know, what color out of, you know, whatever color. But that one color I want in there, that light pink. And I wouldn't mind that being around the broom as a ribbon with some other colors or other things they put with it. I'm not familiar with the broom. Nobody I know ever jumped the broom. And God saying to me, I want you and him to jump the broom. And the first person came to mind when I jumped the broom is Kunta Kente. And they wanted to give him the name Toby. And many people play around with that when he was hopping on one foot. But you got to think about it. That's nothing to play around with. He didn't care what it took to be free from that type of punishment. And they cut his foot off. And that's painful. The whole the bone, everything. Of course I'll drop the broke. Of course, I'll jump the broom. I love you. I love you. I love knowing you. I love learning about you. I love joining with you. I can never take your endurance for granted, your perseverance, your love for me. I thank God for you.
I thank God for everything about you. And that's a reason how God is doing things because he knows this love is just so bold that it's not even considering not to engage because it see it for what it is. This love doesn't see not yet. This love sees already. Yeah. It's so pure and divine. I can hug you right now. But naturally, you're not, you know, my husband yet. That don't even make sense to me to even say that. <laughs> that don't even sound right coming from my mouth. No, because it's not in my heart. No, I just said it. God knows I just said that <laughs> without any meaning regarding that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because <laughs> I see you for who you are, but I'm just not to touch you or to think about you in that type of way. And guess what? It's so many ways to think about other than that way. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I'm excited to do things with you and for you. Yeah. I'm excited to be with you forever. Our mansion's already connected. <laughs> oh, you're stuck with me. <laughs> yeah. I love you. You know, um, there are some encounters I have witnessed when a groom and a bride, the night before or the day of, they somebody can't see each other, so they just talk, you know, with the door closed, room to room, and... I just want to say this regarding any encounter that will be. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for your yes. Thank you for your willingness. Thank you for your adjustments. Thank you. Thank you so much. Wondering if God, if that's his plan to even have someone down for me, not aware that it's you. And you still end up in my face. (laughs) And you still end up being manifested in my life and my son's life. Thank you. It's going to take you to be with me (laughs) and me with you. Nobody can put up with you like I can. And no one can put up with me like you. There's only one you and only one me. And God don't make any mistakes. I am so glad to be with you. I am so glad for you to, but you have to help me as bold and fiery as I am. Trust me. 
you're going to have to help me. You understand? Because I'm not aggressive when it comes to you. I'm only aggressive when it comes to being possessive with my walk. With you, I can be very shy. Very shy. <laughs> I'm not going to sit here and talk all this jip jab, whatever, and then get in front of you and don't say a word. Yeah, okay. Q, I was told that he said, I'm not even going to sit here and play with you like that. I can be, I am very shy around you. Very. I wouldn't know what to say. So you have to help me when the time comes. You know, I don't want to look at you and be like, uh, hey, I don't want that. <laughs> okay. I can't just hug you and be like, okay, and just hug you tight and leave it like that and let go. Can't touch you. So it's like, you know, I don't want to just, you know, walk up to you and say, hey, you know, when it's the time, you heard the podcast? Oh, God. You like that episode? You understand? And I'm not going to sit here and practice with you either <laughs> on what I'm going to say. I don't know. I don't know. But what I do want to do every time I encounter you is pray first. Let's pray first. Father, I thank you for an encounter with him. Every encounter. The first encounter I had with him that we talking on one accord about what we are here to do together. Thank you for that day, that moment, that time. Christ, you saw this day. You saw these days on the cross. <laughs> How can I not cry? Tears of joy. Know that you love me. God. And you have a man that loves me. Loves me for me. And I love him for him. It's not about saying I have a man. It's about confessing boldly I have a man of God. Thank you. That's my man. Oh, God. Oh, fire the thought in there. That's my man. Oh, God. I'm about to go live. This is my man. Oh, God. I wouldn't do that. No, that's childish. I'm not. I'm too, you know, I'm just playing around. You understand? I wouldn't do that. No. I wouldn't do that. That's out of character. No. But I'm talking to you. You're my man. I'm going live right now, right here with you. You're my Dwight Martin. And when I say my as who God have you to be for me, mine, and not as a person because we belong to God, but as a ministry, as a help, you know, as the one I love with all of my heart. I had no idea that I would ever encounter anything I'm encountering now. And guess what? I never thought it would be you. <laughs> As much as I, you know, enjoy being around, but out, I would never went anywhere if I thought, if I knew, if I was open, you know, 
wanting to be open, but I just thank God that I am now. I'd rather say now than never. Jesus. I should put that on my story. It's better now than never. God. It's better late than never. God. <laughs> That's going to be on my story tomorrow morning. <laughs> it's better late than never. Let me remind myself. No, I'm not going to do that. No. It's better late than... Nah, I might do that. I might do that right now. <laughs> That's how I feel. I feel that in my spirit. It's better late than never. Thank you, God. Yeah. I could never just go on with you and not just say, hold on, wait a second. Let me say thank you. Let me say I'm grateful. Let me say I'm so glad. I'm so excited. I'm not anxious, but I'm just overexcited. I'm not walking down the aisle. I'm running. Oh, God. <laughs> what would you do if you saw me do that? <laughs> oh, my God. Kill. Slow down. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, my God. She is running down the aisle for real, yo. <laughs> I ain't mad at her. <laughs> go ahead. That's how she feels. <laughs> God, yeah, yeah, I'm going to save it so I can get back to it when I'm finished with you. I'm not done yet. I'm just getting started. Oh, goodness, I'm trying to fuse that. Yeah, it's, it's better late than never. I'm telling you, I'm not done with you yet. You're mine. <laughs> It's my man. It's like, no. <laughs> I can play with you. I'm not going to say that. No, I'm not like that. Mm-mm. I trust you so much. Oh, yeah. I trust you. I'm not the one to be like, who you just hug? Or you can't hug no woman. You can't. I'm not like that. Mm-mm. You know what it is. I know what it is. I listen to you. You know, communication is everything. You know, I'm a very affectionate person. So you need to, you know, help me. Let me know what you don't like. Reasonable. And not compromise. You understand? But I know you wouldn't ask something out of insecurity because you're not insecure. You understand. I'm not going to lie. But I saw you gave somebody a hug. I was like, hold on. Let me see. Side hug. Oh, all right. <laughs> you better not put your breast on my man. You better not put your breast on my man. Oh, God. I'm trying to tell you. That's how I was. I was like, hold on. Let me see. Oh, side hug. Oh, all right. <laughs> he know. He know better. <laughs> Sweetheart, I'm for real. I was. I was like, let me see. She better not put her breasts on my man. <laughs> I ain't playing. I don't care who I'm just playing. See me? Oh, God. I'm just playing. <laughs> no, you're not. I'm just playing. <laughs> Any woman feel that way, you understand? We know what it is and what's not. You know, certain things you just do, you don't do. You understand? Even in ministry, you know, that's not our focus. There may be some people that, you know, just say things out the way, you know, while we marry, you know, 10, 20 years into the marriage. That's not our focus. Nothing, no one or no place come in between our ministry is sacred. Do you understand? I want you to know this now and forevermore. I only have eyes for 
you. I don't care about any other wondering eyes. My eyes only for you. Same goes for you and me. You understand? I'm not focused on that. I just lift that up in prayer. That every man seek God for who he has. Because it's not me. I know where I belong. I belong with you. You're my man. <laughs> Go laugh. Uh, it's my man. <laughs> I wouldn't do that. You know I wouldn't do that. <laughs> yeah. I'm not like that. I know you have female friends. I know you know your limit. You understand? I enjoy knowing that you do have people who love you. Enjoy life and do things and have fun. You understand? I don't have to be with you all the time. You understand? But I'm allowed God to show you the way as he continues to show me the way. Because there are some things that we're going to be learning together. And there's not a better person God could have chosen for me to learn to become better beside than you. You understand? When I say I'm running down that aisle, I'm running down that aisle. <laughs> yeah. I can see you now. Like, oh my God. You is really running down the aisle. <laughs> Slow down, Q. Oh, God. Yeah, I'm going to run. I'm letting you know, book. I'm running. <laughs> yeah. I'm running. Yeah. <laughs> That's going to be something to watch. <laughs> I'm trying to tell you. Because I know who I'm running to. My purpose. God's plan. Whenever I mention God's plan, I gain your attention much more. You love when I say God's plan. You are. Thank you, Father, for a plan with me in it. I'm so glad that we all have one and no one is left out. Thank you, Father. You have a plan for me. I'm not excluded. No one is. Thank you. I love you. <laughs> my man. <laughs> you my man. <laughs> so you my man. I ain't drink with my wedding day. You my man all right. You my man. You over there, but you still my man. You know what I'm saying? You my man. <laughs> you my man. <laughs> you my, 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 my IT man. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, God. I done pulled my heart. I'm ready to go to sleep now. <laughs> I'm about to sleep like a baby. I'm trying to tell you. It's too early. It's only six so far. I got to do some more um, studying and stuff. Have somewhere to be tomorrow morning. Yeah. Santa Mosokuandi and Amokandi. I'm talking to everyone in the kingdom that were on that slave trade to Atlantic. And I'm letting them know I will jump the broom. See, I interpret a lot what I say. And when a conversation is just. You know, God had me to hear words and identify them. 
and let you know. But to know everything you're saying, no. I wouldn't even want to know. But when the spirit is moving through me to interpret what just went up so heaven can invade for miracles to take place, then I have to do that. It's in me. It got to come out. But I'm not going to be like, oh, you said this to God. Oh, you said that. No way. I wouldn't even I wouldn't even want to say nothing around nobody who did that. You understand? To be honest, I would not. That's like telling all my secrets. No. And God is trustworthy. Yeah. There's no one on this planet that someone knows people's secret things. Because we dwell in a secret place of the most high. And it's not really secretive. It's sacredive. Do you understand? It's sacred. Hallelujah. I love you, my man. <laughs> I thank God for you, sweetie. I'm going to go fix me something. I don't know. Some shrimp or something. I don't know. I don't know. But what I do know is I will never forget that this man went through a process to progress, to receive his good thing. And I am here. I'm here. Your prayers brought me here. I'll never forget. Satan tried to lie to me. Remember that time I told you I had that dream? Before I even seen your mother in that picture on St. Christ's face, she was in a dream. And the devil is a liar because I was on the phone begging her to accept us to get married. And she kept saying, no, no, no. In a dream, she felt like she wanted you to marry someone where you were from and not where I'm from. And I thought that's how she really felt. And then God said, the devil is a liar. I was like, why she don't want me to marry him? What did I do? And on the phone, I was like, I'm going to marry your son. Well, I'm not okay with it. I'm like, why not? You know, and the devil is such a liar. My God. My God, he's such a liar. Because I read every comment. That's the only time I did when you made that brand new start video. Because I wanted to know, like I told you, I did. That's the only time I did. I wanted to know who knew what you were actually talking about. Because some probably don't used to talk about brand new stuff or anything else. But who knew you were talking about me? But I wanted to know who you, who knew that you were talking about me. So I read them all. <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> I did. I never forget Mr. Myra was the first one that said something. God put love in your heart and gave you a brand new star. <laughs> she probably didn't know what you were talking about. And you was like, you know, don't make me run up in here, mama. Myra, something like that you said. And you had like the running emojis with the fire behind or something. <laughs> I remember. I remember. Yeah. Thank you for listening, Puka. Thank you. I love you. 
can I title this for him, Father? <laughs> There's a TV show called For My Man. And a lot of women end up in jail for robbing, killing, doing things that a man had them to do. And a lot of them were men prayed P-R-E-Y on innocent women who were like desperate for a man or who felt like they didn't have enough self-esteem to get a good man. And these men would prey on women who had money and take their money and have them feel like they need more. And they, okay, we got to rob now. We got to kill now. Stuff like that. And the show is called For My Man. And God says, this is different because for your man, you're giving me glory. See, God would take that very same thing, the enemy meant for evil, and turn it in for good for my man, for my man of God, for my emoji. Can I at least put it like that? Father, I don't want to just put for my man, you know? For my emoji. M emoji. Okay. I love you, sweetie. It's for you. I love you. Thank God for you.